Welcome to The Rentals, The Bottom Line, a podcast featuring conversations and interviews with people from around the rental industry, with a look at the challenges, questions, goals, and tips that business owners want to know about and have answered. Welcome to another episode of Rentals, The Bottom Line. I'm Alexis Sheprek, editor of Rental. I got to sit down with Marshall Shaver and Justin Kissinger from Hybrid Lifts and talk about National Safety Month, which took place back in June. We covered all things safety, trends in the rental industry, and more. So let's get to the bottom of that now. Welcome. First of all, can you both introduce yourselves and share a little bit more about your backgrounds? Sure. My name is Marshall Shaver. I'm the Vice President of Sales, Marketing, and Aftermarket at Hybrid Lifts. I've been in the OEM space since about 2005 and really in the rental aspect of that since about 2012. Um, so that's really my background. Got involved probably about close 10 years ago in the rental industry. And Justin? And I'm Justin Kissinger. Uh, been the marketing in the marketing department here for a long time now. Uh, been <laughs> with the company even longer. Uh, so I'm the marketing manager. And yeah, I've really been in the industry through the trade shows like at least since 2007. Really involved. That is a very long time. So <laughs> we are so glad to have you both here with us today. Let's jump in now. We're going to talk a little bit about safety. Last month was National Employee Safety Month. So let's first just explain really quickly what that is to our listeners. So National Safety Month is really just an annual observance of reminding everybody to make sure that they practice safe, um, working habits, even working at home, doing stuff like that, making sure you're always taking time to think about how to do stuff the safest way possible instead of take shortcuts, which could potentially injure you. Uh, really, in the United States, I mean, there's a high number of workplace deaths since 2007, and we just need to make sure that everybody stays safe and goes home to their families. And it is over now. So safety is something that should be at the forefront of everyone's minds every day, week, and month regardless. So what are some safety tips that business owners can put into effect in their rental houses? So what we see, you know, we see the rental houses with, with their um, fleets growing and, and they're, they're not really specific anymore. I mean, I think everybody has a pretty good range of, of what they're offering customers. I think more, most importantly is, is making sure that everybody's properly trained on all the types of equipment that they do have in their fleet. Uh, that seems to be, you know, an area where, you know, I, like I said, it's hard to find just the, the rental houses that are just focused on one area with, with pretty much the exception of aerial industry. Um, they're still tied to pretty much all aerial, but still the product mix is completely different. So it's really important to make sure everybody is properly trained on all the types of equipment that are, that are there in the fleet. Um, safety toolbox talks can also be used to promote a safety culture as well. Um, anything from uh, dehydration to just, you know, safe working habits. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's, that's a really good way to stay engaged with um, just regarding safety in some of these organizations. Uh, we actually are developing a hybrid lift safety recognition program currently um, for our associates that work with us. Um, they're able to, to earn hybrid bucks which they can use to purchase items or, or sporting event tickets or water park tickets, uh, things similar 
to that just for you know conducting safety inspections or going above and beyond safety engagement um just really you know good housekeeping measures whatever it is they can be rewarded by uh by um just you know abiding by some of these that we have here at the factory some of our safety uh topics that we have right that's very cool that's a very cool initiative i like that and rental business owners also have to educate their customers on safety so what are your suggestions there? What should they make sure to tell their customers before the rental process? So one of the things that we were really thinking about on this is that they need to make sure that if there is any kind of special training that the customer receives that kind of training and properly understands how to use the equipment to make sure that they don't get themselves in an unsafe situation. Specifically around like the scissor lifts, our industry where we focus, um, really that they should be talking to the customer, asking very specific questions, make sure they know how the lift is going to get used when they take it out of the rental fleet, um, and make sure that the equipment is sized and adequate for the job that they're going to be doing. I mean, some of the questions we said, is there wind present? Because is it indoor and outdoor lift? Is there going to be rough terrain or is it smooth? And really help you narrow down what the customer actually needs, finding out if there's narrow areas of access or how high they need to work, uh, do they have any kind of specific requirements for lifting capacities? And is maneuverability important? Because there's a lot of variety in the aerial industry and really making sure the lift is chosen to fit the application that is being done, that they get the safest product available to them. Right. And Justin, you kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, but falls are the leading cause of fatalities in the industry. So how can they be prevented? So they can be prevented. Um, one of the things is a lot of times ladders and scaffold are used on the job site because of cost. It's a lot cheaper. A lot of people have them available. They're really portable. It takes a little bit more to get a lift to a job. And it costs a little bit more in terms of rental, but there are trade-offs like they can get more productivity and the safer um, work platform using a lift is safer. Um, a lot of times also that the areas where they get used on job sites that are already having a lot of lifts, ladders are getting used in areas where they can't get a traditional larger lift in. Um, and a lot of times they just don't know that there is a better solution of a more compact, uh, like our push around line is a really compact line that allows you to get into very tight areas and still access the area where they would end up taking a ladder because they couldn't get the bigger lift in there. Um, also, I mean, really with preventing falls is contractors, if they keep removing the ladders and scaffolding as the main equipment that can be used and making them do a ladder's last approach. Um, but the ladder's last, it's really, everything needs to be done over a certain height with a lift, unless a lift cannot actually perform the application. And they really need to get like, a sign off from the safety director that using a ladder is okay in that area um, just helps them maintain a safer practice before using a less safe alternative and doing a risk assessment to make sure that the less safe alternative will work in that area too. Mm -hmm. um, also, I mean, there's more reasons to implement uh, ladders last job site. Like I mentioned before, the lifts are significantly safer. You get more working room. Um, it's a lot quicker to get in place and get up to where you're working compared to like setting up a scaffold. 
Um, you don't have any of the fatigue going up and down ladders. And there's even when it comes to the fall, when you, so I mentioned that it costs more typically for lift, but when you look at a fall, falls are really expensive, especially in direct costs alone of just medical and the wage replacement expenses from workman's comp. But there's also indirect. And I mean, a lot of this, we have this on our website too, where you can kind of dig into it deeper, but there's time to file claims and finding new employees or paying more overtime. There's a lot of extra costs that go into it if there is one occurrence of a fall even. Right. All stuff yeah. is one avoid. So you talked a little bit about dehydration as well as ladders last, but what are some of the other top safety tips business owners should consider? Yeah, a lot of the things that I touched on before, I mean, I could beat a dead horse here, but I mean, conducting regular safety meetings and, and keeping every, everybody engaged just regarding the safety aspect is, is probably the most important. Um, as a manufacturer, you know, we, we really go through this really each week with everybody on the floor um, during manufacturing and assembly, just kind of just review just, just a safety topic in general. And I know a lot of the, the larger rental companies usually start their meetings out with um, with this, with the topic of safety before they start every meeting. And I think that should really carry down to, um, you know, business owners in, in the, the independent rental houses as well. I just think it's a really good way to uh, stay on top of safety in general and, and just a good way to kick off meetings and stay engaged with that. Um, and I, you know, I talked about a little bit before too, uh, machine familiar, familiar, familiarization, sorry about that, um, is, is very important as well. That is just making sure everybody knows how the machine works. Um, and, you know, if, if equipped, obviously where e-stops are and things like that, just, just, you know, go over the machines and make sure you have a very good understanding on how they operate and make sure that the operators are, are aware of that as well. Um, if you're an aerial house too, just becoming certified training center for IPATH is another, uh, you know, good way to, to be a part of that and, and keep the safety aspect of that as well. Yeah, those are absolutely great tips. Um, we're going to switch gears here a little bit and do a more general question, but what do you foresee being the future of the rental industry and what trends are you both seeing? So really, you know, from an OEM aspect too, and staying on the topic of safety, um, safer products is, is something that we always look at, you know, doing things differently and making sure they are, um, you know, the most safe products that we're putting in the market globally. Uh, you know, we engineer to several different standards, but we always engineer to the most strict safety standards to make sure that everybody's covered. Um, so safety is obviously priority number one, you know, with our, with our organization and our, our employees and customers. Um, we're also seeing trends such as, you know, electrification coming. I'm sure you see that as well. A lot of the machinery out there, it's becoming more um, electrified in the market. Uh, fluid containment is always um, a topic not only for, for lifts with, with hydraulic actuators, but I mean, you look at the power generation market, anything that's holding diesel fuel, uh, fluid containment's getting to be, you know, another, uh, another trend that we're seeing quite a bit. And obviously telematics. Mm -hmm. um, it's another huge growing area um, that we're, we're seeing these trends just um, increase tremendously year over year. It's, uh, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, and Marshall, you touched on it a little bit there, but what are some safety trends that you're seeing on equipment? 
Go ahead, Justin. I think you can probably answer this better than me. Yeah, I mean, with the aerial lift equipment, I mean, obviously the big thing has been the ANSI standard changes along with the CSA standard changes. Um, does bring more in line with the European standard, makes the equipment uh, easier to design and develop to meet all the standards. I mean, some of the things with that, though, was the load sensing adding additional safety so that the equipment can't be overloaded and put beyond what they're designed for. Um, the, no, having folding rails has been common for a lot of lifts. Our lifts don't need folding rails. I mean, it implements, uh, implements pinch points for when you're putting the rails down. Um, the way we do it with our design, our platform sits lower. So even raising the rails, we didn't need to have folding rails in our design. Um, they had to get rid of the chains and stuff on the back of the lifts and put full swing doors in. Ours is a full door without, because it's not the folding rails. The, it's a completely full, there's no bar to duck underneath, which kind of takes away the ergonomics of getting in the lift, having a duck underneath it, potentially hitting your head on it. Makes it a little bit harder to get in and out. And then with the full swing door, they all have a tow board on now or some kind of lip is what a lot of manufacturers have implemented, which you can actually trip on that lip exiting because it's raised up. But the goal is really to prevent objects from falling out the back of the lift, not just the sides where the tow boards were previously. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, if someone is below and you knock a tool off and it falls 20 feet onto their head, it's not gonna be a very good scenario. Um, the other thing, we put cantilever doors so that we don't have to have that trip hazard. So our door actually lifts up as you open the door. And that's just one of the ways we took the approach of preventing having the lift for safety purposes and making it easier for the operator to get in and out. And then really, I mean, with the lifts, I mean, you've seen all these micro lifts coming out and we've been doing this since 2004, having a lift under 19 feet. So we've been in it for a long time and we saw the need for it, but really it's choosing the right lift for the job. Um, you get a lift that's too short, the operators will end up using it unsafely and potentially standing on the rails or adding a bucket or a little ladder to stand up to get higher because they didn't have enough reach. But then if you give them a lift too tall, there's always a chance that they could have a potential crush hazard. So it's really picking the right lift for the job that meets what they need to do. And that's the best way to stay safe. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, we're starting to get back into the swing of in-person events and conferences post-COVID. So are you guys excited about that? And yes, we are so <laughs> excited. We cannot wait to get back. Um, I was actually at a show earlier this week, so it was really good to get in front of people again and, and see people um, show them some of the people. I shouldn't say show them. We're not really quite yet ready to release some of the stuff that we're developing, but um we have some really neat, innovative stuff that we're working on that we'll be coming out with. And uh, I think I speak for everybody here. We're really excited to, uh, to release some of this when, uh, when everybody sees us live in person in October. So uh, we're looking forward to it. Good. Yeah, you just stole the next question right out of my mouth. <laughs> what can we see from you guys moving forward? I guess you'll find out in October, won't you? No, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> we have a lot of really neat things that are happening right now. So um, everybody's been working very hard and I'm sure you know everybody in this industry is kind of experiencing the same thing with uh, 
you know, component shortages and, and steel increases and everything else. We're trying to, we're trying to stay on top of everything to make sure we can get everything released in time, but I don't want to, I don't want to divulge too much, but there is a lot of good stuff happening. Well, we appreciate the teaser and we can't wait to see what you guys come out with and we can't wait to see you guys in October. So thank you so much for joining us today. It was a blast. Thank you. you guys were great guests. Thank you. And that is all we have for you today. Once again, a big thank you to Marshall and Justin for joining us. And make sure to tune in every other Wednesday for another episode of Rentals, The Bottom Line on 4constructionpros.com. And as I always say, don't forget to subscribe now so you can stay on top of the bottom line. Thanks for listening, everyone.